another episode of Access Ability. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a plain black dress. Global Accessibility Awareness Day 2022 took place on May 20th, and much like previous years, a lot of game developers decided to use this day as a good opportunity to talk about the accessibility settings coming to some of their games releasing in the next 12 or so months. One of the studios that decided to use this year's Global Accessibility Awareness Day to talk about what they've got coming up in terms of accessibility was Sony's Santa Monica Studios, who are currently developing God of War Ragnarok, the sequel to the 2018 reboot of the God of War series. While Santa Monica Studios themselves admit that this list of accessibility settings they're talking about today is not a full, complete, comprehensive list of all of the accessibility settings that will be in God of War Ragnarok when it releases later this year, I thought that now was a good time to look at the settings that they have announced and see how this is shaping up and how it perhaps might compare to other first-party Sony Studios releases over the last year or two. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to be talking about the currently announced accessibility settings for God of War Ragnarok. We're going to talk about which settings are present, which ones haven't yet been announced and currently seem like they might be missing, and we're going to talk about Sony's overall inconsistency with their first-party releases in terms of accessibility and which end of the spectrum God of War Ragnarok is currently looking like it might fall into. Recently on Accessibility, we've talked a lot about the fact that PlayStation's first-party studios have a serious issue with inconsistency of accessibility offerings. While games like The Last of Us 2 offer incredibly robust support options for disabled players, the recently released Gran Turismo 7 lacked a lot of even the most basic settings we would have expected the game to offer. Thankfully, it seems that God of War Ragnarok is going to be a lot more comparable to The Last of Us 2, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart than PlayStation's recent less accessible offerings. According to a post on Sony's PlayStation blog, God of War Ragnarok will keep in place all of the accessibility settings found in 2018's God of War, as well as adding 60 additional ways to adjust gameplay to better suit playstyle and accessibility needs. Several features which were not present in the PS4 release of God of War when it launched, but were added to the game's PC release, such as auto-sprint functionality, a persistent center screen reticle, and toggle options for aiming and blocking to replace buttonholes, will be carried over into Ragnarok on consoles. In terms of subtitles, Ragnarok seems to offer a lot of new customization options, both for visual layout as well as function. Players will be able to customize subtitle color, speaker name tag presence, speaker color, the inclusion of closed captions that include descriptions of non-dialogue audio in a separate bar so that they're not in with the dialogue subtitles, direction indicators for audio, subtitle size and background options, and subtitles specifically designed to help deaf players navigate puzzles designed around audio cues. Ragnarok will also incorporate options for altering text and icon size, more robust controller remapping, support for Sony's high contrast mode, navigation assist tools, and traversal assistance tools for things like improved ease of jumping. While further detail was not given, apparently at some point in the future the studio will detail more accessibility settings coming to the game, including combat and aim assists, puzzle and minigame assists, HUD adjustment options, camera functionality tweaks, 
auto pickup options, and more. There are some questions I currently have about the accessibility settings support detailed for God of War Ragnarok, which I really hope we see answered before the game ultimately releases. The Last of Us 2, for example, allowed players to turn high contrast mode on and off mid-gameplay with a swipe of the touchpad without having to go into menus, a feature that we have not seen return since in other first-party PlayStation games that had high contrast mode. I really hope that we see that in God of War Ragnarok, it was a really nice feature. Additionally, The Last of Us 2's support for completely sightless play was really impressive, as was Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart allowing the game speed to be altered incrementally. Hopefully we see some of these features announced for Ragnarok, as they really helped to improve playability in the games they were first introduced in. Lastly, in a welcome move, God of War Ragnarok also has a trailer currently available online with official audio narration of on-screen visual elements. This certainly is not a confirmation of any in-game audio description functionality, but I can still dream we might one day see a game developer tackle that particular in-game challenge. While there's currently a lot of unknowns about God of War Ragnarok's accessibility setting support, what we can tell from the settings that have been announced so far is that it does seem pretty likely that this is going to fall onto the better end of Sony first-party accessibility offerings, and less likely to fall into the camp of something like Gran Turismo 7 that released a couple of months ago. This is really reassuring news, particularly after the last couple of accessibility reviews we've done of Sony first-party studios games have really fallen short of the quality bar that was set by The Last of Us 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. PlayStation seems to have a real inconsistency problem when it comes to accessibility in their first-party releases, but from what we've seen so far, God of War Ragnarok sure seems like it's probably going to end up on the better end of a very inconsistent scale.